Hello, everyone, and welcome to Back of the Grid. I'm your host this week, Chris, and I'm joined as ever by Tom. Hello. And by Stu. Good evening. Evening. We have just this second seen the Aston Martin launch, um, which I guess we'll get to that. We'll continue to do the launches in chronological order, I suppose. So we'll do another <laughs> couple first and then get to Aston Martin. Um, but yeah, we've got three more cars to talk about. Um, and then we were sort of chatting before the show. It feels like there's some trends in car design starting to appear now. So we'll maybe discuss that a little as well. And there's like a tiny bit of news. But um, yeah, it should be a short and sweet one this week. And then we'll get back together soonish to do the rest of the cars. So we'll start with the Alpha Terry, which launched a few days ago, also in New York. But they didn't take an hour to reveal the car, unlike the New York launch before that. Um, I mean, it's it's more or less the same livery tweaked that they've had for the last few years, which is no bad thing because it's always been one of our favourites. Um, the big difference now being that uh, Orlan have come on board as a sponsor who were previously with Alfa Romeo. Yes. Um, so that has brought some red to the party. Um, you know what, what do you think? Don't hate it. Yeah, it's, it's very, like a, very welcomed. It, it, it clashes hard, but sometimes color clash can work. Yeah, and yeah. I think it, it just about works. I think the thing for me is like if you look at the Mercedes from the last couple of years, where they've got the what is it, the Ineos red bit at the top, it very much feels like a complete afterthought of oh, we've got to slap this bit of red on, we'll plonk <laughs> there. Whereas this Alpha Terry at least looks like someone's given it some thought it's like we've got a color that doesn't really work do we need to incorporate but let's like give it a bit of thought and yeah it works pretty well um yeah quite like it the wheel hubs are kind of funky quite like them no i think finally someone's done something interesting with the wheel yeah i think it's the first interesting design i've seen of, of of the new generation of cars tom you you had something there no, I was just gonna say I think the 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 thing that helps with the the red for uh, Orland is like adding it to things like the wind defle- uh, the wind deflectors on the front wheels, like having it in the the hub of the the wheel, like quite a lot of it being on the halo. It just it makes it feel like it's part of the design, like the sponsorship's been integrated into the design in other places, not just. Like, yeah. like Chris pointed yeah. out, like slapped on sometimes, like it feel felt like with the Merc on occasion. Yeah, I think to a degree. Yeah, I think they've definitely they've de- thoughts definitely gone into it. I would I wouldn't go as far as saying it's been fully integrated into the design. <laughs> though. I, I think I think there's um, elements that they've at least tried, so it doesn't tri- look yeah, out of place. Saying, this is what I'm saying. So I like I like the way they've done it in the wheel hubs. I like the way I, I'm not a massive fan of the way they've done the halo. I think I would have stuck with blue for the halo or mm. maybe white, but um. The rear wing looks good. I like the hint of red along the front wheel fairings. I think that looks that looks nifty. I've always liked that when they put when they put the leading edge yeah. of the fairing and with a different color. I think that looks nifty. Um, the integration of the Orland logo onto the barge board, just Ooh. a square with Orland on it. Bit, I think they could have done like a sticker. Yeah, they could have done more with that. I think maybe you know maybe it is like the red iteration, if there is a red iteration of the Orland logo and it's just all type and flat red for the type and then go black in the background, I would maybe do that. But I'm really nitpicking. I think yeah. 
overall, it's a cool looking car. I really like the um, the Italian uh, flags on the on the top. Yeah, of the that's nice. Tip yeah, things as well. What do you call those? Uh, end plates. The 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 real, yeah. the front wing end plates have a little hint of an Italian flag just across oh, the top. Some of on the some on the rear side end plates as well. Oh yeah, yeah. I prefer the integration on the front wing just because it's like it's lined up to an edge, so it yeah. Just yeah. gives it that definitely extra looks better there. Integration, it's nice though. Yeah, I, I think it's a cool looking car. I think overall, it's definitely probably in my top three. I would say for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, in terms of like the actual design of the car, unsurprisingly, it's a lot like last year's Red Bull. <laughs> um, you know, it's got that same side pod shape. Um, they've well, switched they did, they from a which way around is it? I think they've switched from push rod to pull rod rear suspension, which is, I think, essentially because they probably just got last year's Red Bull rear Honestly, suspension. Every, yeah. Everyone goes every year. Everyone goes on about push. Oh, is it push rod? Is it pull rod suspension? It makes no difference. Yeah. They do the same job. They do exactly think, the same thing. Yeah, it's only noticeable this because it's probably just literally last year's Red Bull design, isn't it? Yeah, occasionally it, it makes sense to change it over for aerodynamically, but yeah, really, I mean, who cares if it's push rod or pull rod <laughs> suspension? It's not. It's just not a factor in <laughs> car design in twenty twenty three. Sorry, Chris, I'm really no. slamming you down there. But <clears throat> it's fine. Um, what else do I like about it? I like it's got it's got the the yeah. So rebel esque developments, which is a trend that is very very clearly beginning to emerge. I think the 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 air inlets on the side pods don't have the pet lip kind of like gurning lower. <laughs> sort of mouth underbite to them yeah underbite thank you underbite <laughs> but um they, they've adopted the i mean the structure of the side but overall does look a lot like the the red bull and they've got the big cannon down the middle of the uh middle of the body of the car pointing back through the rear wing which again is a quite a prominent feature on the red bull so yeah and a, and a prominent feature on a lot of cars as well yeah. so yeah, it's, yeah. Th- there's some convergence happening very, very quickly, I think, in this uh, mm. new era of Formula One. Um, but yeah, it's nice. Good work, Alpha Terry. We sounds like we're generally all quite big fans. Yeah. Uh, Reason- next reasonably up, big fan. I'm a reasonably, reasonably big, big fan. fan. TBC, exactly how high on your list it will be. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Next up a little earlier today was the new McLaren, which is probably... The most extreme case so far of the trend of put as little paint as possible on the car and leave lots mm-hmm. of it as bare carbon fiber. Um, again, it, the sort of side pods are very Red Bull inspired. Um, the packaging around the rear is extremely tight. Like the engine cover looks like it's basically pasted over the engine. Uh, some quite interesting, the sort of, it's it's almost Ferrari-esque um, sort of gill type Gills, inlets along yeah. the side, but they sort of wrap up the engine cover a little bit. It looks, I would say it looks a fairly safe design. Like on a technical side, I don't think it's doing anything remarkable. It seems to be doing the trends. Um, I mean, McLaren themselves have said, their target this year is to sort of re-establish themselves in the top four, but they've admitted they're not entirely happy with the launch spec. And there's like a lot of areas they've identified where they want to make improvements and they are planning a massive update 
before Baku, which is a heck of a statement to be making at the launch of your car. Yeah. What the hell? I am worried. Doesn't exactly fill you with confidence. Yeah, it, that is troubling. Think. Yeah. I'd rather. I'd rather the like pessimism, pessimism, and then it kind of work than the opposite we got last year of we're going to challenge for the title and then it just be absolutely <laughs> horrendous. Maybe they learned their lesson. Last yeah. year. Exactly. Like, let's do, I think. Yeah, let's, let's I think there's an element. I think there's got to be like a slight element of that as well. Plus, obviously, the changes within the team that have gone on between seasons. I think there's just an element of let's just play it safe and like not over anticipate and over promise. Yeah, I think you know what I've got to say. Looking at these renders, these renders are some of the nicest I've seen in terms of just from a, like a CG kind of design, a 3D design perspective. I yeah. The lighting in them all is really, really, if these are 3D renders, which I think they are, the lighting, in fact, a lot of the teams this year, the Alfa Romeo as well, the free, their renders look really, really nice. Um, They've the game, haven't they? It wasn't that many years ago when they looked like something from a mobile game. <laughs> Yeah, they they hmm. look well. They've always been a bit better than that, but they they did some occasionally look like they could have come from like a, a good, a, you know, a, a good next gen game like Gran Turismo or or a Forza or something. like yeah, that. Yeah, okay, but, fair enough. But um, these look legit real. <laughs> so <laughs> like they look really, 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 really nice. Um, yeah. So that's just a little aside. I think looking at the car again, underbite. Got the old yeah. underbite front yeah. front side pod inlets. Um, yeah, the gills are cool. It's got the old cannon again. It's it's another to me. It's another twenty twenty two Red Bull. Mm. But um, very troubling that they're saying that. It is worrying. Yeah, yeah. They got a big upgrade planned on it. It begs the question: Why manufacture it if you've already, if before you've even launched it? You've got like a massive. <laughs> upgrade coming i guess that's the um, you make those bits before the launch <laughs> the joys of the cost cap here i suppose isn't it like they get mm, to a yeah. point where you've gone so far down a cul-de-sac that you're sort of committed um yeah i guess yeah livery wise eh, it's a bit busy it's odd they've know. kept some of the gulf colors they've kept like the light blue from the gulf yeah, yeah. Thing. It's the same with their indie cars as well. They seem to have like it's, I think it's, to that light. It's kind of in the blue. brand colours now because yeah. they didn't have Gulf last year and they were still using it. Maybe the cost cap stopped them from. <laughs> We've got a load of this light blue paint yeah, left. They literally <laughs> couldn't. Well, they couldn't. Maybe they couldn't uh, afford to pay the agency for the the, the next rebrand <laughs> <laughs> to do some new colours. But I mean, I, I always preferred that darker blue that they had. Yeah, from like um, this, this three seasons ago. Yeah, yeah, this light blue. I'm. It just looks a bit insipid. There's, you know, it's there's not enough contrast there on that design between that blue and the orange, and I think it loses it. But maybe like it's more like if you look on the wheel, the blue on the wheels from the Google Chrome logo, or just the Google roundness of the wheels, I guess. That darker blue is just way way nicer. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Mm. So if they just use that shade of blue across all the blue on the car, I think there'd be a you'd get consistency, or maybe you know maybe they make a point of not using that blue because that's one of the sponsors' colors, and if you put too much of the sponsor color and you're giving them too much for their money, maybe well, their OG that, yeah. blue was too close to that, so they needed yeah. to lighten it up to to sort of yeah, get away from that. But um, I think it's, I think it's one of my least favorite of 
this era of McLaren livery. I definitely prefer the last couple of years' versions. It's not that exciting, is it? <laughs> it's, it's not. It's, it's, it looks a lot like last year's. I don't mind the... A lot of people are saying, oh, you can't tell the cars apart. They've all got I mean, too much bare carbon fiber on shirt. I think if you can't I mean, tell that yeah. from an Alfa Romeo or a Red Bull, then you need to get yourself to spec savers. I mean, what what yeah, other like, car does that look like? I know there's a lot of bare carbon yeah. fiber on it, but which other car looks remotely like any of these yeah. three that we're looking at right now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. None of them look like this. So, you know... <sighs> I, li- I like bare carbon fiber. I think it's a cool look. I think there's not enough of it in in automotive design. I think overall, a lot of like, you know, really, really high performance cars that use carbon fiber um, in their design don't give enough time to like potentially like yeah. washing it up and making an asset of it. They, they, they spend too much time covering up when actually the material itself is a really interesting to look at material. It like absorbs light in a really interesting way where like you get different refractions from the... Uh, ref- reflection sorry from the um from the cross hatching of the of the fibers so i think i've always liked that about carbon fiber and yeah i you know i i like it here i still like it here <laughs> yeah i was i was gonna say like considering that so much of it is basically bare carbon fiber i actually think that they've done quite well with it considering that they've probably put the least paint on it of any team like mm. to actually make it look still designed even though it's actually bad <laughs> is, is i guess what i'm getting at like i sort of like that element of it if i'm honest yeah. um wheel fairings look cool as well little orange the, orange bits within the i think that's orange in the wheel there's is like it's the, the google lighting. colors or do you mean on the do you mean on the very do you mean on the very inside yeah, not, on, not on the hook not on the not oh on the, sorry not on the steelies sorry on the um on the sorry. winglet the front yeah on the winglets things. yeah there's like a little orange yes. trim to them down the edge Sorry, yeah, I was thinking you meant the hubs. That's the Google colors, isn't it? Yeah, the hubs look cool on the Google. Google. The Google Interestingly as well, there was a video McLaren released recently. A lot of, I don't know if other teams are on, along the same route now, but an awful lot of parts are actually uh, vinyl wrapped, not painted these days. Yeah. There's actually not that much of it that's actual paint these days. I guess hmm. it's whatever's lighter and easier to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, um, like it's it's probably a mix. I think I think a lot yeah, of the, a lot of the time the stickers like tend to be vinyl wrap, but um, the the paintwork itself often I don't know if it's always last I heard the paintwork itself was usually painted, and the the vinyl is the vinyl element is the is the sponsor logos and stickers and whatnot. Well, I mean, uh, has proved a few years ago how quickly sponsors can be removed from a Formula yeah. One car when yeah. uh, when proved necessary. Get a bit, bit of paint stripper and angle grinder. And... <laughs> um, and the next, bringing us all the way up to date, is the new Aston Martin, which is green. You know, I've just been really disparaging about this car while we were watching that live <laughs> thing. Um, and the Discord members would have heard me being disparaged and seen me writing in the, in the chat disparaging things. Actually, you know, the more I look at these renders, it's really. I mean, nice, I, was, I was more being disparaging about the <laughs> event itself than the car, but yeah, the more I look at these renders, I like the look of this car. It's really good. Um, I'd have liked a slight bit more of the fluorescent yellow that they use across like sports yeah, cars yeah. and stuff. I still don't think there's enough of that, but I mean, I've always been a fan of the 
Aston Martin racing green with that yellow trim ever since they started using mm-hmm. it in like sports cars. So mm-hmm. I'm always I'm always gonna be like, you know, a thumbs up from me on anything that incorporates that design. I just wish there's a bit more of the of the yellow like a lot of the sports cars tend to and well actually the sports cars tend to have like a red wing mirror don't they sometimes with that yeah there's like a fluorescent so they they have their sports cars they have like two shape they have the really bright yellow which you can see yeah. on, again on the on the on the wing on the front winglets you can yeah. see the the bright yellow color there um so that the the DB9 I think that they used to run at Le Mans the one that won won the GT class at Le Mans couple of years um that one was that color the whole body of the car was that color and then the the mouth of the air dam had the pink strip around it and then the other car i think was the inverse of those they had ran two cars and the other one was like a pinkish color or it might have been like a really dark green and it had the yellow the opposite orange sorry the bright the bright yeah it was a a little around the mouth of the air in i suppose it was there was a year as well i think it was a little bit similar to what the F1 teams do with the the camera thing yeah. on the top. Yeah. So like exactly there was they were both they were both the Aston Martin green, but one had the yellow mouth, like you say, and one had the red mouth. But the it was it was just to identify the difference between the two cars, I guess, at a glance, wasn't it? You know, the front shot, the front facing shot that we've got on this render here looks like the Hori Rock, Rocky Horror Picture Show mouth. It's <laughs> 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 like two big lips. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Only you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you and now you can't unsee it. No, that's ruined that forever. Um, I mean, it's it's ticking all those same design boxes, isn't it, as well? It's like, mm. again, taking a lot of cues from last year's Red Bull, I suppose. Yeah, um, and from the Ferrari. It's like they've gone to Aston Martin, not Aston Martin, Alfa Romeo, and just sort of done what they've done kind of thing. They've t- taken yeah, just chunks of Red Bull, chunks of Ferrari, hits. thrown it all in one mm. car. Yeah, yeah. I- I think it's it's a lot of teams just trying to get the best of both those worlds, isn't it? Because I think they, they've obviously found pros to each design and it's trying to get something that utilises both is what's yeah. kind of coming out across the board. Um, and forcing air like sort of down towards the Coke bottle bit at the bottom around the engine with the mm-hmm. with the way the side pods are sculpted on the top. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. they're kind of like letting they're letting air out the fastest route, aren't they? By, yeah. By tipping that bodywork down. Yeah. They're sort of accelerating that. Well, they're allowing that air to to get out as quick as possible and then attach to the body down through the way I like to yeah. say, like down through to, mm. down towards the diffuser. I think. I think um, the. In- I really like it. I really like the look of this car. You know. Yeah. I, I, I like the livery and everything. I think the interesting bit that Chris pointed out, I think, when we were looking at it before, is the way that. The wings more last year than what everyone else has been doing. The front wing, yeah, because like the the other trend that seems to have been cropping up is, and there's been some very blurry spy shots of the actual Red Bull, not the show car <laughs> painted off that we saw, and a lot of teams seem to have very like center loaded mm. um, front wings, which from what I've read is all to do with minimizing the problems that the raised floor edges are gonna cause because obviously the floor edges are why is it 50 mil higher now so yeah keeping the air where you want it under the floor and along those edges is going to be that much harder so yeah. the astamine front wing at least on this launch spec looks to be the opposite of that so i wonder if that's actually what they're going to launch with or whether that's a bit of a red herring um 
I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that is potentially last year's wing. I need to compare it to last year's. Obviously, we've got we've literally gone from watching that straight into recording this, so I've not even had time yeah. to look at a comparison. But I wouldn't be surprised if like that was just last year's that they've stuck on it because well, it's a case of not revealing your cards and not you know maybe it's still working on things. You you never know, do you? It's definitely not last year's nose because if you remember no, the the line, last year had a ridiculously high nose on the yeah. front of it, which didn't really work for them. So um, again, it's another car that if you just painted the Red Bull livery over that, it would be pretty indistinguishable, I think. It's, it's, um, Maybe, I don't know. I think, that, I think <clears> they're doing enough with the side pods for it to be different. They're less squared mm. off than the Red Bull. And, and having that like big dip behind the side pods... And um, behind the driver, around the end, yeah. You know, like th- there's, th- it's clearly. I mean, yeah, front wing wise, like you know, th- I mean, how many front wings do a team run across the season anyway? Well, but yeah. The, you know, the center body section of the car does look to me. I mean, it looks like a. It looks like a step. It, it looks like a more complete Formula One car than what they had probably towards Definitely. the end of last year for me. Yeah. So. Um, I think whatever, it looks like a step forward. It, we won't know until a couple of weeks' time during testing when we see it. Well, even then we won't know. <laughs> we'll know. Us, but, uh, we'll Q1 know. Bahrain is when we'll really know, I suppose. We'll know slightly more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, when we see them going around track, you, you do hear, and Sky Sports are covering the whole thing this year as well. So that'll, that'll be nice yeah. to have. But um, yeah, when, we, when you see it going around track, you can see like how well a car behaves in a corner, I think. Oh yeah, you do um, get an idea. Yeah, you get a certain, you know how how much the driver looks like they're struggling, how knackered the drivers are when they get out of the car after those long long runs. Then, hmm. yeah, like I think y- you can tell to a degree. You always know. I mean, we knew straight away that Mercedes were going to struggle. <laughs> we knew <laughs> we knew that last year. We knew that McLaren were going to struggle at the start of the season as well because of all their brake issues and stuff. So you can find things out. I think barring any catastrophes, to me, I think this looks like a quick car. I think it could be. I think it could be a real step for them, but it's only based on looks. So <laughs> watch me be wrong in a couple of weeks' time. Um, I mean, yeah, we've already kind of talked about some of the trends that have been cropping off play. Is there anything else that we've not really mentioned? I'm just going to say, ballpark? the difference in those two renders, Tom, that you just posted in the chat. The, the quality of the old look render versus how, right, the new render. Look at how good that new render looks compared to the old one. Like there's a yeah. massive like improvement in the quality of the images. Yeah, there really is actually. I'm actually wondering if this is photography now. And just <laughs> to, out. To, be, to be brutally honest, when when you said renders, I think that at least some of them are images. I think maybe with the McLaren one. Like, this will mean nothing to anyone that's obviously listening back or anything, but <laughs> out of the images that we've got, I would say the top one looks like photography and the bottom two look like renders. Yeah, I think you might be right, actually. Yeah, you're and right. And then... Yeah. The top uh, one's definitely photography. The bottom two... But even the bottom two renders... You know how you can this, tell? They are so good. It's the it's the imperfections. Like, with any 3D yeah. render, whenever you're doing... Anyone who does 3D work and texturing and all that kind of stuff, it's... The thing that makes uh, a 3D render look really, really nice is taking the perfection out of it by putting like dust marks and fingerprints and just the slightest, almost like imperceptible like imperfections on on smooth surfaces. 
mm. that make it look like it's a real thing that's been handled by a person. It, it it takes you out of that uncanny valley sort of world and puts you in the real world because everything you look at in the world, be it like a wine glass or a, a coffee mug or whatever, just things on my desk. Um, <laughs> there's usually like a giveaway on there to, to show that it's been used by a person. So maybe the you might have a clean wine glass, but there's going to be like a fingerprint on it or there's going to be lip marks on it or there's going to be like little bits of dust somewhere on it or chips where it's been scratched in the in the wash or whatever um and same with a cup it might have like a stain from a piece of coffee or something like that on it but just the lightest thing and it's that stuff that makes these 3d renders look so much realer yeah realer is a word (laughs) it is now um anything else we want to say on the cars we've seen so far before we move on it's a lot of same same i've been a bit disappointed that nobody's like drastically changed up the livery i must admit yeah it's only has so far it actually has an alpha i guess yeah alpha a little bit i guess but generally speaking that even that is still very similar to what they've done before so and what have you got left ferrari mercedes and alpine i'm not holding out much hope for alpine actually i saw a spy shot of alpine it does look a little bit different okay it's got a bit more BWT on it this year. Okay. I don't I've know if that's a, a good lot, thing lot, or not. And, also a lot, <laughs> and a lot less paint by the look of it's it. It's certainly a well. different thing. Yeah, but yeah. we'll see. We'll, we'll do that next week. But um, yeah, trend. I guess we should talk about the trends. We've kind of touched on it, haven't we? Yeah, we've sort of already covered it. I mean, as, as you said, Stu, like the kind of Canon exhaust seems to be a pretty much everywhere now the red bull-esque side part although again looking at some of these head-on shots of these cars although it's the red bull sort of shape side pods if you look at that aston martin nose on there's a very ferrari-esque sort of trench running down the inside of those side pods as well so i think it's going to be sort of a a frankenstein of those two from last year is going to be the general theme this year Um, yeah yeah but i mean we'll see what turn's been testing like so often the launch spec cars are not what is there in testing and they're not what's there at the first race. No. Hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, you, you, you've nailed it there, I think. I think the, the biggest thing I'm spotting is the underbite side pot inlet, side pod yeah. inlets. I think, like, you know, though I don't hate them. I think, like, it, you know, what underbite's a bit of a horrible way of calling it. A shovel. <laughs> it's more like a shovel, like, a, you know, or a scoop. Yeah, so, like a like a like a dustpan. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer dustpan. Yeah. So yeah, the let's dustpan, go dustpan from now on. <laughs> yeah, D- dustpan side pod openings. I like. I think that it just adds. It, it looks aggressive to me that that style of side pod, and I do like a I like a really aggressive looking car, mm-hmm. um, in the right you know in the right in the right context. In a Formula One car. What else do you want for an aggressive looking car? <laughs> yeah. Um. And yeah, other than that, like, you know, there's nothing, I'm not seeing like those real, like, I'm not seeing anything unique across the teams yet in terms of like rear wing. Like, I guess like there's aspects of these rules that are so prescriptive, like the rear wing particularly is very, very prescriptive. Like Aston Martin themselves tried something crazy last year and they it got outlawed. Immediately outlawed. Yeah. But almost straight away. Yeah. Um, all the front wings like look more or less the same. Um, it's all that the interesting area is the sort of side pod inlets, the, 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 the under tray the you know, the floor, that's where all the, the sort of cool stuff is happening. And unfortunately, like, especially in 
the renders they release, you can't really see any of that. No, no. So I think, and I think that's probably why we're seeing a lot of cars that look the same because there's only so many ways you can do like even the outside of the side pods, especially if you want to retain that floor rigidity and stuff as well. You need to be quite wide at the bottom. Yeah. Like Mercedes showed last year with their zero side pod concept. Like it just made their floor floppy around the, around yeah. the sides. So maybe they've come up with a way of fixing that and they'll keep the, uh, the uh, zero side pod concept we will see yeah we'll see in a, a day or two's time um a quick newsy bit to finish off we've kind of avoided talking about a lot of the stuff around uh Mohammed ben simon in recent weeks just because it's been a bit nonsensey but it's kind of come to a head now so basically as fia president he has now handed over the day-to-day running of f1 to yeah. Nicholas Tombiasis, who is the <laughs> FIA single-seater director. Which they went to great pains to say was always the plan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> always Did you notice that? It was part, from the start, always his plan handed over. It's like the yeah. fact that it's, the timing is complete coincidence. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, like, obviously in recent weeks, we've had, among other things, all the stuff about the valuation of F1 and him sticking his oar into that. We've had his opinions on the Andretti application. There's been his comments from years ago that have been dug up about women in motorsport that he had to, well, did he defend them? He made comments on them. And the fact that it's happened now after all of that is pretty transparent to me. And there's been like a lot of criticism behind the scenes. There's been a lot of reports of people both within F1 um, and, you know, Liberty Media side, I should say, and within the teams going as far as wanting him to step down. And this, it feels a lot like a compromise, doesn't it? Like, he, we're not going to kick him out of the president job, but he's just going to stay your, away get, from F1, yeah, basically. Get your grubby hands off my sport. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not unhappy about it. I don't think he should be interfering with anything inside formula one the way he has been i think it's it's literally not his job yeah he's got nothing to do with him he's been trying to make a name for himself and uh, there's definitely something fishy going on around the the valuation thing as well i I know he's connected to those um uh, a saudi arabian group who were looking at buying it and he has quite a strong i know he's not saudi Arabian himself but he's got a connection to that that group of people and i wonder if um if he sort of had some hand in like trying to buy it himself and that's what this his plot has been this whole time it's, it's all a bit Darth Vader to me like, he's just like, <laughs> it just, he's every, got an overarching plan and it's just, just very fishy fishy is the word for it like mm. yeah all very strange um I mean we'll you know, <laughs> we'll Darth, Ray, Darth Vader yeah I mean I guess we'll see if he can actually keep his mouth shut now like they've said he's stepping down <laughs> and he's not going to be involved but that doesn't you know he's still yeah, got a Twitter account which seems to be yeah I don't think it'll take him long to run no. his mouth again to be honest not necessarily over but um, but there we go it's a point of interest uh, and I think at that point we can probably call that a podcast bit of a short one than usual uh, this week but we have, as I said, this the Ferrari, Mercedes, and Alpine launches over the next three days, which is the final three. So we'll probably do another smallish episode just to chat about those uh, in the coming days once they are done. Um, and then and before we know it, it'll be testing time, which is yeah. very exciting. Uh, so yeah, we'll have that coming up. We've also 
we'll do our um, ever popular ludicrous predictions that often don't even come close to coming yeah. true. We'll definitely and do of those. Course, we'll, we need to do a tier list of, of new cars, right? Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. A yeah, I think pastime. next episode when we've got the last three, we'll do our tier lists because everyone loves a tier list. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I'll do this for this week. So thank you all for joining us. We'll be back very soon. Uh, and goodbye from me and goodbye from you guys. Bye, everyone. Bye.